know I am beating the frick out of a dead horse with this, but this is, I promise, this is the last part um, to the preachers praying for Trump. <clears throat> I just want to do this to shore up any loose ends about what I'm trying to say, because I know it's kind of scrambled. I'm a little bit rant style right now, uh, but just hang with me here. I'm going to try to pull us, I'm going to try to pull it together in this one, okay? Um, <clears throat> where I left off on the last podcast was talking about the birds being chosen and how the, the gods choose the Caesar and how our God chooses his king. So how the other gods choose the king of Rome and how gods choose the king of his kingdom. <clears throat> one is the way of peace. One is the way of war. There's a very clear message in the Bible that is just willfully neglected, uh, especially by Americans. And the reason it is neglected uh, by Christians in America is because it is so anti-American that you cannot conceptualize of what it would mean to actually do the thing that God has called you to do. And that thing is love your enemy. That means Christians should not ever endorse war. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how, and I know there's just war, you know, theories about protecting the innocent and this and that. Um, saying there, you should not support any war is not saying you endorse the injustice of someone slaying an entire people group. The position is, this is all bad. And this applies to, to, to every aspect of your life. You're, you're supposed to love your neighbor. You're supposed to love your family. You're supposed to love your friends. And you're supposed to love your enemy. It, it's the way of the dove, so to say. The way of Jesus. He, he was critical of those in power. Right? It's not, it's not saying you shouldn't be critical of those who are performing injustices. But it is saying that you, you, and essentially you sound the alarm. You call out injustice. You call out the people who are performing those injustices. And you do that with, the, uh, with no anticipation of fighting back um, using violence to protect you know or to you to defend yourself when they come against you and let me reiterate let me say that again you call attention to people in power who are performing injustices you call out injustices but you do not use violence to defend yourself when they come for you and that is absolutely the hardest part of committing yourself to the Christian faith without a doubt I mean that is the 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 disciples struggled with this people the people in the church have struggled with this forever because there's so much that is that is just just what's the word I'm looking for non-compatible like with your mind with what it means to preserve your life but Jesus was not concerned with preserving his life he was concerned with justice he was concerned with love 
He was concerned with forgiveness. He was concerned with calling out people in power at the risk of losing his own life. And that is the concern of the disciples after the resurrection. And that's the concern of Christians all over the world. But man, that is tough. But the problem in America is we just love supporting people who have no commitment to the way of life that we've decided to live in the kingdom of God here and now in a world that has not yet been exposed in its fullest way to the reign of God, of Jesus Christ. And it's a peaceful place. But Rob Bell said it best once. He said uh, in, a, in a video series, he said, the people of God live between the trees. And by the trees, he means the tree of the fruit of the Garden of Eden, the original haven, and the tree of the new Jerusalem in Revelation. Genesis being where the Garden of Eden is presented. First book of the Bible, kind of the intro to the narrative of, of all in, that is in, uh, of all the world. And then Revelation being the bookend to that story. And God saying, I will, I will create your shelter once again under these trees in the new Jerusalem. So you're living between the trees and right now it's, it's a desolate place, but with a glimpse of hope. And the people of God now live in a world where they plant the seeds of the trees that will be in the New Jerusalem. And using violence, violence, uh, what Jürgen Moltmann once said, violence um, validates violence. So when someone comes against you and they are, they are assaulting you, they are verbally or even physically, they, they're coming against you. The, when you fight back, you validate their violence. It's still wrong. But in their own minds, they're, they think they're, they're now entering a battle. But when you refuse to fight back, when you refuse to validate their violence with violence, and you allow them to, to destroy you, it completely, it, as Paul says, heaps burning coals on their head of judgment. It completely strips the validity of their actions from them. It, 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 it's, a hu- it's humiliating when you try to, and this is true, you can test this. And I don't know if you've ever been a, of course you've been a kid, that is a stupid question. Uh, but when you're a kid and you're, you're, maybe you're getting into it with your brother or sister or your friend and you have that friend who just never fights back, it's never fun. It's never fun to, to fight or wrestle with someone who just does not reciprocate. And that's just a small glimpse into the reality that it strips the valor of violence when you refuse to fight back. The hardest thing you can possibly try to do. Uh, you know, obviously, but it is the case that it can, it makes it, it makes it so, so stupid when someone tries to fight and the person they're fighting is just willfully not fighting back. It, it, it makes the one perpetrating the violence look 
so stupid. And that's the point. That's what happened when Jesus was, 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 was tortured and, and killed. His willingness to just take it made those who put him up there look so stupid. But if you were to fight back, it doesn't have the same punch of, of being willing to go to the end to, to, to stay true to your message, that you're here for peace, not war. You're here for love, not hate. And we go to, uh, we go to you know, great lengths to, to try to preserve that in your own life, but it's hard. And, and, but that's why we need each other, to remind ourselves so when it comes to preachers praying for Trump, you can't support somebody who does not share your commitment. You can't support Caesar. You can't support, you know, the religious leaders of the day who are performing injustices. You call them out. And you call them out to their face. And that's just how you do it. And that's how you be a Christian. <laughs>